Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to episode 89. Aaron, first and foremost, sir, the last time we recorded... We were you were kind of in a time crunch because you had a commitment to make a time. Mm-hmm. You're going on a potential date, and you were you were optimistic that at worst case or best case scenario, go to go check out. I forget the name of it already. Meow Wolf. Meow Wolf. And worst case scenario, you know, you're paying a hundred bucks just for you to go. <laughs> I, oh, I thought there were three three possibilities. Okay, I thought there was a sixty percent chance she showed up. Uh huh. Sixty percent of the time, or works every time. Possibility two, I just pull someone off the street and have them go with me. Hey, you, stranger, you bum. Dude, there are $50 <laughs> tickets. I think it would have worked. How, why'd, we'll get to, why'd you pay 50 I thought that was like 35 if you're a Colorado resident. That's how much it was. And mm. uh, option three was like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to this thing by myself for 100 bucks. Yeah. Which one of those do you think happened? I'm hoping. It was one of them. Yeah, I'm hoping the girl showed up. She did. Sweet. How did it go? Uh... I'm trying to think how to phrase it. I mean, one, she's definitely hot, uh, not as hot as in her pictures. <laughs> but that's that's Duh. one that's one where I, where I don't think they were false or anything like that. It was just like she takes good pictures. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of comparing like oh like the way I look at my pictures versus hers. Like I'm terribly unphotogenic. Yeah. In person, I was like, okay, we're actually a little bit closer on the yeah the attractiveness scale than I had thought. Yeah. Uh, wasn't so worried about that. I I just in hindsight. I, pro- I probably would not have done that again. With that girl or no, the she, meow wolf? She, she was fine. The whole, that the, whole th- Okay, that whole thing was a little bit weird. Because A, going into it, I knew... Like, she's not a Denver resident currently. So she, she was just in town. She, she was in town. She's thinking about maybe moving here. But I, I had no illusions of like, oh, this is going to lead to anything. The way I was looking at him, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go see meow wolf with like a hot girl. Like, cool. Yeah. that That is value added for me. It's going to at least kind of approximate a date. So I didn't, there was no, um, no part to it where I was like, this is the beginning of a great relationship. <laughs> but so a couple things with that, like one, it was even on a later on a Sunday, it was extremely, extremely, extremely crowded. Just like absolutely packed. What time was it? Th- five o'clock, six o'clock? Uh, yeah, it was, it was like, f- what, 4.30 on a, a Sunday. Yeah, the sound unusual. I would think like early in the morning maybe, and then like towards the evening it slows down. That's what I would have thought. Yeah. It was, I mean, I, I've persisted doing kind of a, a, maybe a little bit of a stupid thing, but it's almost like a game I, I've started playing with myself. Like during the pandemic when I was going into public spaces, I'd almost like video game it in my head where I'm like, okay, like... Basically, to cut to the chase, I won't go into all the video game mechanics that I've been employing in my brain. Mm-hmm. But I will, during really crowded spots, like if I'm going through like a, a door where there's like 20 people trying to come in and out at a grocery store, I will hold my breath. It kind of amuses me. It doesn't really make sense medically, but hmm. I started trying to do that at Meow Wolf. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just gonna pass out. Like this is this is not sustainable because there's just people everywhere and little kids coughing and sneezing and I'm like, oh, God damn it! Awesome. The other part that was weird was like she kept trying to ask me like first date like superficial questions, like where are you from? What do you do? Blah blah blah. Th- there was yeah, there was the what do you do? She started asking me about like Netflix shows. Like what, what do you mean? Like what, what you're watching? She's like yeah, like do you like w- like watch like 
Netflix shows? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> did you bring up the podcast? You got? I, I did, I did I, not. Oh. I did not go into I have that a podcast. But but I'm I'm sort of like, uh, you know, we're kind of in this like huge like crazy art exhibit like maybe let's talk about that I, 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 no okay I don't know. if she might she may for her it may have been ah, from her for her it may have been something like they could lead into something more i don't know i don't know about that it it was also very it was really noisy so it was just hard to talk yeah, in is. general it is for sure so it was like that that whole part was a little bit weird and i did laugh though because there's one I mean, they're, they're, so if you haven't been to, to Meow Wolf, I mean, Mondo described it a little bit, but I mean, it's just this kind of like giant art installation where they're trying to depict like all these, the, I think there's like four different worlds that have somehow kind of merged at this like uh, universal nexus and there are these strange little rooms and they twist and turn and lead one, one to the other and, you know, there's alien artifacts and this, that, and, the, and there was one room where it was almost like a control room where you could see video of all these different parts in Meow Wolf. And there was a phone and there are all these directory numbers. And I can't remember what it was. It was one that was like such and such like holistic psychic. Mm-hmm. Cause then I'm like, Oh, that's the one I want to call. Like call it. And it's a pre-recorded message. And they're like, I can't remember. It was a very sort of snarky tongue in cheek voicemail. She's like, we're predicting that, you know, this thing happens. And we're, and we're predicting that she's just not that into you. <laughs> and I was like, fuck off. <laughs> motherfuckers i know don't be mean so so anyhow like it 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 was fine i'm not upset that i went particularly because i didn't catch covid in hindsight i did i don't think i would have done that did you get to like so you did you kind of went into it at least in part hoping that the that you'd get more i guess involvement with the actual art stuff and not so much like chatty it's it's hard to be chatty it's like it's like going to movie theater you can't have a conversation in a movie theater like you're supposed to be there to pay attention to watch the movie mm-hmm. together like it the conversation getting to know each other stuff is like either before that or after that you know well it was i i had very low not even low i just didn't have a lot of expectations in general uh-huh. it's more like eh, i'm gonna go see this thing that people are talking about like i'm gonna there's a there's gonna be a girl there like cool like However, that that plays out, I would have preferred to to be a little bit more engaged with with what was going on. Um, I mean, I kind of rolled with it, like, it, but it was also weird because she was asking me a lot of questions, and then mm. I was asking her stuff back, and she wasn't volunteering a lot of info. Uh, where, word answers and stuff, or yeah, where it was like you know, because she, she she lives in Santa Barbara right now, California, correct, and. You know, I asked him like, so what? Like, what is Santa Barbara like? You know, I've only been there once, and she's like, "Oh, it's really nice." I'm like, <laughs> what's really nice about it? All right, like, and you know, exactly. I, I mean, I, I didn't want to start like grilling her, and I also mostly just did. I, it, it was tough because there's also parts parts where I'm like, okay, I'm trying to pay attention to what you're saying, but look, there's this crazy fucking like wombat alien thing, and it's yeah, eyes are glowing, and I'm trying to figure out what that means in context of what we just saw and. Wait, what? What? What was you? You did some thing with your job? Okay, like you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. yeah. If uh, if it had been someone, I mean, I I was interested in past that date. I would have just been like, fuck it. Like, if I really want to come see meow, uh, meow wolf again, I can do that by myself and get all into the art aspect. And I'm just gonna not worry about it and like put 99 percent of my focus on her. But I was like, yo, I paid for this thing. 
uh, I can't really hear you anyway. And like we're on an art exhibit. I'm going to, I'm going to go like 70% attention to, to that and 30% attention to you, which I don't think she liked. Oh, well. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That's what I was, that's what, I mean, I, and I wasn't trying to be rude. I, you know, I wasn't like, like I wasn't answering questions or anything like that. And, uh, I know that, that she, she likes, oh, this, this is one part though. You see, you'll appreciate this where I was like, oh, I've seen definitely lost interest in you. She really loved the net, uh, Netflix show, the kingdom. But the, that, the kingdom, the kingdom, that's the one that's like the really hokey, uh, historical, like sort of Viking, uh, England one, uh-huh. Uhtred of Bebenberg, who, who, I don't know what that dude's accent was. And, but then she was like, she, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I've, there was another historical show called kingdom that I really liked. And, and she's like, oh no, that's uh, gross zombies. I'm like, oh, fuck right off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would have for sure been. Kick to the curb right there, dead. End of date. Mine would have just done. left. I'm done. Mine would have been like, hey, why don't you go look in that weird bus? I'll be right behind you. Yeah, and yeah. then she comes out and he's just vanished into Meow Wolf. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think about the art, the whole, the whole Meow Wolf experience? Um, I really want to know how the fuck they got funding for that. Yeah. Because I really appreciated the craftsmanship and just the sheer effort that went into constructing that. There were things that I'm looking at. I'm like, this took probably a this little section of this massive, massive thing probably took a team of people like three, four weeks to build. Yeah. This is like a little part. Like there's so many small, intricate things. So I really appreciated that. But I'm like, it also kind of felt like a giant, like masturbatory art experience. We're like, oh, we just fucking have money. We're just going to do weird stuff. And like, like I, I didn't pay for the little, uh, like the card, r- card thing. But just looking at it, I'm like, I feel like the whole premise of this is a little bit like, ah, we're just going to make shit up and try to let people figure out what it means for themselves. Maybe that's unfair. We actually picked up a lot of it without the card. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I wish there had been a little bit more of a, like a prevailing narrative that like was woven through it. There was like one tiny little hallway where I think probably 90% of the information about what was going on was available where they had like little like uh-huh. uh, like pamphlets and flyers and things you could read. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, maybe like work some of this a little bit more clearly into the rest of the... Anyhow, I, I, I liked it. I was impressed with what they did. I don't know how the fuck they got funding to do something like that, but... So, so there's a... So I bought, I bought like once I left, once I was done going through the exhibit... I went to the gift shop and they sell like a guidebook type of deal that kind of mm-hmm. has like some of the, the how to translate some of the alien languages and a little more. It's just all they they did a good job of weaving it all together. Where there's like the interactive part, you're in the mm-hmm. you're in the art exhibit, you're touching, you're playing, you're you know you're listening to different things, and then there's the guidebook that ties some of that stuff together. Mm-hmm. And they got the whole fucking card thing that you can do the extra, you know. So there's a lot of cool. I thought it was cool. I enjoyed the religious symbolism that was woven throughout. Did, yeah. you, did you have a favorite part of the of the date in general? It doesn't have to be about Meow Wolf. It could be something you may have said or something she had said during the date. Or I, I enjoyed the fact that you could pay for parking using a QR code. That was convenient. That was your that was the <laughs> that was your favorite part of the date. Uh, no, I I don't know. Um, Damn, that sucks. That doesn't say very much about the date in general for you. No, I, I was just kind of fucking around. I, it, it it's tough because it 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 both felt nice to be doing something where I'm like, oh, this is kind of normal, like going to a, an exhibit on a date. But this at the same time, I'm like, 
oh, fuck this. Like too many people. Like I can't yeah. even hear my date. I don't like th- the experience itself wasn't enjoyable. If it had been, you know, at like 11 o'clock on a weekday and there had been like, a th- you know, an eighth of the number of people, I think it would have been great. I'm trying to remember how many. There wasn't a ton of people we went. There were people. There was there's certain certain areas where like it seems like more people will converge, kind of like the convergence station. It's like certain area, like wider areas where like people tend to kind of grow, crowd things. But for the most part, when I was going from like thing to thing, like I would wait till the previous group would clear out, and then I would go in and do you know check it out. And so I did a little of that. It wasn't super awful. Uh, you know, okay. Here, here's my favorite part. here's my favorite part uh and this was i didn't realize like this was really towards the end basically right before we left and i was like oh no like i I, i'm gonna have to take a shit oh no i gotta do it and you know she i forget what she asked but i was was like i I think i think uh i'm gonna i'm gonna have to find a bathroom it can be hard to tell exactly where you are (laughs) in the owl wolf yeah so like i didn't even fuck around i'm like i'm like let's just go ask you know, one of the the staff that's working there. And the staff, they're all in costumes. Yeah. And I really appreciated the commitment level of yes. the staff. Yes. Like, they're wearing costumes. Like, they're using the lingo. Like, I don't know if, if they're actors or whatever, but they're all really committing to, like, yeah. we're your guides in this this convergence, like, strange, you know, sci-fi uh, phenomenon. The, blah, way, blah, blah. They, the way they try to immerse you, like in Disneyland, too, yeah. where like the the captain of the ship is like in in character, and they do the same at Meow Wolf. And and this dude, this guy had probably like the most elaborate costume of them all. I can't, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he he like he starts trying to explain how to get to the bathroom, and he just shakes his head. He's like, "Come, I will be your guide." And I'm like. <laughs> Like, what? Uh, and nice. he like gets up and he's like leading us through these weaving passageways. And I'm like, yes, we're on the quest for the bathroom. Let's go. <laughs> and and I get there and I'm like really excited. I'm like, holy shit, what does a Meow Wolf bathroom look like? This is going to be wild. And then you go in and it's like a regular bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, that was the most surprising thing of yeah. all. And uh, <laughs> and then. You wanted it to be an art exhibit like you're shitting in some frog's mouth or something? 100%. <laughs> would've, that would have been great. I really do think that was a missed opportunity. But. But took a great A shit. Nice. I mean, just phenomenal. Was this was this like the middle of the date, and you guys continued on afterwards? Uh, no. It was you know what? It was it was just like right towards the end. Okay. And I, I would I had just been trying to hold it because yeah. I was like, yeah, it's gonna be over soon anyway. Yeah. And I get to the point, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna take that gamble. Nice. You know, because that, <laughs> that 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 could go terribly wrong. Uh huh. And uh, so yeah, like right after that, we just sort of made our way out. And uh, and looked at the gift shop, and I'm like, wow, they did an amazing job commercializing this whole experience. Yeah, and it was impressive. I mean, for for like I said, it's, for this kind of I don't know how to put it. I don't I don't want to speak speak poorly of Meow Wolf, but they're making money hand over fist with that thing. Oh yeah, I I dude, I spent without even trying, without even trying, because I went, I was like, I was gonna go just look at the gift shop. I walk out like 175 bucks later and shit. I'm like, I got stickers. I got my nephew a cool ass jacket. I got my niece. I don't know what the hell, but it it was like, yeah, they get you. Yeah, and she was looking at stuff too. And I'm like, no, I'm not buying anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, ma'am. And I've already bought the tickets, broad. That that was that was it. I would, you know what? You know what? My one complaint. I would have liked a, a parting hug. 
Didn't you get, didn't even get a hug? I didn't go for one either. I was just like, okay, see ya. But yeah. she didn't... That was one where... I, I'm sure she she would have given me a hug if I, if I had even intimated that via body language. Yeah. But she didn't... She didn't give me any signal I picked up on. And I was like, nah, that's cool. It wasn't vibing. It didn't, no. didn't vibe. No, she... she <laughs> I think she had picked up on the, that I wasn't that into her. And that was weird for her. And she's yeah. like, no, I'm a hot girl. You... Yeah, you're supposed to you're supposed to be on uh, like fucking uh, waiting on me fucking hand and foot because I'm hot and I always get this kind of treatment and nah, you do, and you don't seem to give a shit. What the fuck is wrong with me? I don't I don't think she was stuck up or anything like that. Like, but she was also very normal, and that's never going to be a, the per, like a great vibe for me. Got to be weird. Got to be weird, but maybe not quite Florida weird. Well, then just just guess guess what. This week in Florida, man, the story happens to be not quite in Florida. <gasps> not in Florida? Not in Florida. Wait, what What would be like the polar opposite of Florida? But not literally, the, it's not on a pole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, opposite of Florida would be probably like... like Maybe like like in a city somewhere, Mondo. <laughs> I was going to give you a couple and then get into that one, you dick. Anyway... Well, New York. New York is so 100%. <laughs> you dummy. I was going to give a few. I was going to cite a few examples. What were your examples? I was going to come up with like some place in Montana. You know, maybe. No, Montana and Florida are very similar. Lots of guns, crazy people. Uh, I, th- I thought Montana was more like peaceful and quiet. Oh, and no. Not as many drugs. Huge, huge arsenal. Prob- ah, I don't know about the drugs, but giant arsenals in Montana. They're fucking. Yeah, they just got rifles. They hunt and shit. No, they've they're, got, they've got like all... bunkers. Bunkers and survivalists. Anyway. They're like doomsday prepping out there. Florida man in New York. Man arrested 30 times for bus and train thefts. Just wants to work on the subway. (laughs) Aww. I I just love that because in Florida, it's like he stole a train... Not a train. He stole like a bus and drove it into the ocean or like ran through the front gate at Disney World. It's always like just completely destructive. Uh-huh. This guy's just fucking wants to be a transit worker. When when, when I read the headline and I've, I'm looking at the picture so I know what ethnicity this gentleman happens to be. But when I read the headline, the ethnicity that immediately pops into my mind, this is so fucked up. Ethnicities are either like Asian or like, or like, like Indian, like India, Indian. Th- those were my. T- those were like, like lives in his mother's basement, white or Indian. Yeah, but not this, not the case. This gentleman's name is name. This gentleman's name. I can't speak English today. Is Darius McCollum? Yeah, he's he's Mexican. Can you can, <laughs> can you guess what ethnicity this this man, this man happens to be from? Anyway, he's become an unlikely folk hero for illegally commandeering New York City's trains and buses in an attempt to fulfill his childhood dream. Darius McCollum has a peculiar hobby. I was going to say body. Jesus, I can't but, even... You know, both are true. Body, hobby. Those are not exclusive. Impersonating New York transit staff, stealing buses and trains, and then driving them away. <laughs> As one police spokesman said of him in 2010, he has a thing for mass transit. Okay, I don't I don't know what that means. I, I, I really hope it's not sexual, but you know what? It might be. Could be. Uh, once he stole a bus at Penn Station and drove it full of passengers to New York Kennedy's airport. Do you think the uh, bus has a stick shift? He's driving. He's driving stick. Uh huh. Yeah. I was, try- I was trying to make a sexual. Yeah. Name, and I, I did. Just okay. ignore it. And move on. Um, another time, he responded to an emergency stop call on the subway at 57th Street in Manhattan, clearing passengers <laughs> safely and correctly, and diagnosing the <laughs> diagnosing the problem in full uniform. <laughs> 
before fuck? being caught by the train driver who had seen his face on a wanted poster. This motherfucker is like the Batman of New York Transit. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's just waiting, you know, in the subway. For like, the bat signal. I, I, I'm imagining this guy, like, he's got, like, the, a trench coat and underneath is, like, the full conductor's uniform. <laughs> and he's just, he's like, oh, my time is now. I am needed. Yeah. And he just, like, whips it off. And instead of being nude and flashing people, he just starts seamlessly... Directing passengers, he's like fixing the train. Driving the buses and shit. Uh, It has made him something of a folk hero, but he has spent a third of his life in jail for his hobby, and he seems to be incorrigible. On Wednesday, he was arrested for the 30th time in 35 years, (laughs) and just 79 days after his previous parole ended in Brooklyn at the corner of Union Street and 3rd Avenue in blah, 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 blah. McCollum grew up in Jamaica, Queens, near the terminal terminus of the F train at 179th Street, where he would spend hundreds of hours watching the trains come and go, according to a 2002 profile in Harper's Magazine. By the time he was eight, he had memorized the entire subway network. Holy shit. That's pretty good. He, he is the rain man of New York Transit. At, and what, at the age of eight. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. He, he, here's, the, here's the kind of sad thing for his parents. Like, this kid, he's obviously a prodigy of sorts. Right. And it's like, if he had just learned, like, advanced math and engineering, this could be uh, designing, like, NASA space, well, SpaceX space shuttles and getting yelled at by Elon Musk. And instead, he's just stealing buses. When he was 11, he was stabbed with a pair of scissors by a classmate, puncturing his lung. Oh, shit. (laughs) Soon after the stabbing, McCollum was skipping school to ride the subway network, sometimes for days on end, surfacing for food only to disappear back back underground again. Into the Batcave. Holy shit. So, like, he has a full origin story. This is amazing. I didn't read that part. Uh, His parents tried to stop him by locking him in his room at night and even tried having him escorted to school in the mornings. It didn't work. They changed his school. They punished him into psychiatric treatment. Pushed pushed him. him, Sorry. (laughs) Nothing worked. He became friends with the MTA workers at the 179th Street Depot. They taught him how to drive trains, how to maintain tracks and signals, how to direct traffic. Oh, y'all done fucked up. Fucking (laughs) Jesus. Uh, that they're like yeah there's this kid let's just teach him how to drive trains hey shouldn't you be in school kid ah whatever let's we'll just, just give him the, the keys to this fucking locomotive what could go wrong i'm gonna skip a couple paragraphs because it just kind of gives more examples of what he was doing when he was a kid but uh in 1981 when he was arrested for the first time at the controls of an e-train having driven it without incident from 34th street to the world <laughs> trade center at manhattan's southern end after being handed the controls by one of his friends a driver who was sick he had already driven subway trains dozens of times. Jesus. He has been diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, an autism autism spectrum disorder, as well as depression and anxiety stemming from the attack at school, but only recently have courts begun to take this into the account. Uh, Not shocking. I mean, I, I, I did already call him the rain man of trains. The train man. Get it? Rain mm. man, train man. McCollum has often said he would seek therapy, but always ends up on the rails or behind the wheel of a bus. He has applied and been been refused real transit authority work several times. He told the journal that he believed his 1981 arrest got him back blackballed. Yeah, you think? <laughs> um, honestly, I feel that if an agency really took an interest in him, could give him employment in the field transportation, that would make a world of difference, Sherry said. I think then he would uh, find what he's seeking. Yeah, just give the guy a job. I, I mean... Yeah, at this point, it's like he's gonna do it one way or the other. Yeah, 
You know, it's one of those like, do you want him with with you or against you scenarios? Just but just give the guy minimum. I'm sure he doesn't he doesn't even care like what you pay him, but just give him minimum wage, and he'd be fucking stoked. And there you go. You'd have one less fucking, um, you know, criminal. It's not even like, what is he doing wrong? If he's doing it safely, he's not hurting anybody. No one's dying. Yeah, I mean, you, just, you, just, you know, you commandeer a multi-million dollar piece of transportation. I'm all not for. Not a big deal. I'm all for them giving him a job. Big fucking whoop. He's not hurting nobody. Well, well that's the other part, too. I mean, I, I don't know how many New York City buses you've rid, a road ridden. Ridden. We yeah. got there. We got there, Mondo. But um, those bus drivers, not not a, a shining example of, a, of human beings usually. Yeah. Some of them are fine, but some of them are like, oh, where did this cave troll crawl out from? And then you're like, oh, of course, New Jersey. But uh, but yeah, like this, it's not just that he's doing it. Like it sounds like he's really good. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it. He's had to, and, and and people have shown him. Like the people that do it as a profession, as a job, have shown him how to do this shit properly. So it's not like he's doing it incorrectly. Yeah, and he's like taking notes. Like he's extremely detail oriented. Yeah, what the fuck? Give the guy a job. You guys suck. That that MTA. dude's bus or train would always run on time. Yeah. New yeah. York, New York, you're fucking up. And and like I said, if. If this was Florida man, that bus would would be smack dab in the front of like a storefront or or just capsized over or but no, this is New York man and it's just a different type of crazy. If if it was Florida man, he'd use like the bus stops to like pick up like make pick up some drugs and go to the next stop and then drop them off and <laughs> New York high functioning Florida barely functional. Yeah. Um well that was it for New York Man, special edition of Florida Man. Moving on to the wonderful world of Ask Reddit. Let's, if if we may, can we start with the lighter of the two? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's fine. Uh, Reddit question number one. What did you know about, what did you not know about sex until you lost your virginity? Okay. Well, there, okay. There's two things. Okay. Two things. One, uh, I think this, this is one that like a lot of people share where you're like, Oh, like the pussy a little, little bit farther south than I thought. Damn it, that was mine. <laughs> that was mine, you son of a bitch. Sorry, okay, let me let me just table that. Yeah, table yeah. that. Uh, I won't speak on that at all. <laughs> this, this is the other one where it wasn't even like the first time. It took me a while to figure this out, okay? Because, uh, you know, I think I think for us, we, we're of the American Pie generation. Uh-huh. A lot of our probably, I don't know about you, a lot of my views and 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 kind of uh the way i i thought about sex was informed by those sort of raunchy movies and i swear to god i think american pie and the scene where like jim is uh premature ejaculating had me like shook i'm like oh no like because there's and there's always those jokes about aha you two pump chump like all that stuff uh-huh. and so I, that was something i was really worried about so the first time i had sex it was it was probably like well, maybe like four minutes. I'm like, Oh my God, thank God it wasn't. And that, that was it. Yeah. What I wish I had known and figured out way sooner was like, Oh, if you just do it again, then you last way longer, th- you know, time number two yeah, and yeah. even more time number three. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, like that, at least, at least in my experience, that whole thing where, where Jim premature ejaculates two times in a row, like that just does not happen. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen. So, you don't, you don't generate enough jizz in that short of a window where you nut two times so, consecutively. So, so even, even, you know what, if you just get a little bit too excited and, uh, you, f- you fire off prematurely, 
not the end of the world. You just do it again. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Like, don't stress. You're like, give me a second. Give me a second. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> or, or, and then, or it's not even give me a second. Then you go back to, to I guess it's not foreplay. It's like midplay at that point. Yeah, yeah. But, like, girls love foreplay. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Just, just, just start putting your finger in her butt and keep going. Is that a finger by finger? You mean tongue? Sure. Have you ever done that? No, I've never tossed a salad. Not, nor have I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a woman toss my salad. My butthole is way too goddamn sacred, and it's also disgusting down there. So I wouldn't want a chick to put her face in my beehole. I feel bad for her. I think. I think that is both considerate. And also yeah. a little bit of self-preservation because she's definitely going to want to kiss you after. Yeah, exactly. Where'd you get that stinky breath from, girl? <laughs> it's like, oh, you know exactly where. Stop going to Taco Bell, motherfucker. <laughs> so yeah, going back to going back to the first thing you mentioned, the location of the vagina. I was under the impression that the vagina was like... In the belly button. Like the same direction as your belly button, but like lower by uh, maybe whatever, six inches, eight inches. So, so I thought it was like... Vagina goes this way, and that vagina goes. <laughs> but that was kind of cool because you know you're trying to like find the hole. You're like, hey, what the fuck? It's not. It, yeah, oh yeah, oh. it's it's angled for missionary. Yeah, yeah. But you're kind of like, you're kind of like, wait, oh, I, it, <laughs> you're kind of directing your weenus. It's kind of cool when chicks grab your weenus and do that for you. You're like, yes, she wants it. She wants it. She wants to put it in. It's kind of cool. No. You disagree? Oh no, not at all. I thought I thought I didn't know you. No, 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 no. Yeah, I just thought I just thought it was. Um, I thought it was. Oh, oh no, full yeah. frontal. For the first time with me, I was like, it wasn't like, oh, she wants to put. I'm like, okay, okay, we're in. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was like, uh, it's like you know those like heist movies uh-huh. where like they they've like pried the grate open and then there's this like really tense moment where like the security guards are gonna see them and then they're like, oh, we're in. That's yeah. how I felt. Yeah, it's like we did it, boys. <laughs> Yeah. We, we we have infiltrated the inner sanctum. <laughs> Whoa. Um, let's see what some of the Redditors have had to say to that. User, not a dirty rat, the most simple one of all. You don't just shove it in. I didn't learn that until after probably Wait, a what? couple times with the first girlfriend. Oh, yeah. When they're fucking virgins and it's kind of like, oh, shit. It's kind of. But what, like with a with a experienced gal, you know, she t- if she if you do the the night, if you do the warm ups, the foreplay stuff, they're nice and wet down there, so it just kind of just kind of goes in, you know. Oh yeah, I never even considered you. You don't just shove it in. Oh hell yeah, you a, a little foreplay. Eh, you know, sometimes I just a little, little little rubbing rubbing on the thigh, <laughs> a little, little kissy kissy. No, I do all that. Um, user squeaky underscore Ben writes, it's kind of hard to put it in without slipping out. Got to guide it much more than you think. Wait, what? Without it slipping out. Uh... <laughs> You might have a Mondo. How to say you have a small dick without saying you have a small say dick? You, yeah, you might have a weenus size issue, my friend. Because it's kind of, I don't know. It's very yeah. Not to say that I haven't banged and like my weenus jumps out, but it's you know it doesn't slip out easily. Anyway, user go to Garrett writes. Just because you're having sex doesn't mean you'll become good at it without a remarkable amount of trial and error. That that is true. We would all like to think that our first time we're fucking, you know, we're we're sex gods. But the the truth, the likelihood is that you just don't. You're, you just got to keep doing it. Try, try, try again. All right. That's it for Reddit question number one. Reddit question numero doso, the more serious one. The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. How do you feel, Aaron? How do I feel? Yeah. Not great, Mondo. How about you? <laughs> 
I don't care. You don't care? I don't give a shit. You just don't care at all? No. Doesn't doesn't affect you one way or the other? Mm-mm. Yeah, I was surprised how much that did bother me, to be honest. Okay. Because uh, I'm assuming you you didn't, but like most people knew that was coming. Yeah. I, I kind of knew because I knew uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a big uh, proponent for keeping it you know, there. And then, and then when you fill the Supreme court with judges that were kind of more conservative leaning, I was like that. I remember them pointing out to like some of these things might happen. So, so there, there's a, a couple things with that. First, the, the, the justices that replaced her, like the, the justice that replaced her and also the two other justices that had been sworn in before that had all said, they thought that Roe v. Wade was settled law. There was precedent. Like uh, during their confirmation hearings, every one of them said that. Uh huh. And most people are like, uh-huh, and we do not fucking believe you. Uh, but the reason why I think most people were like, oh, this is going to happen is because like like a preliminary, uh, I forget what they call it, like like ruling, like a write-up from the justices had leaked. Uh-huh. And then people flipped their shit. We're like, well, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but also they're going to overturn this like longstanding law that kind of protects women in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess, I guess for me, like the, the actual law itself does not affect me that much. Like I'm not, I'm not going to probably have an abortion personally. Uh-huh. I mean, there, there's definitely some things that like, so first of all, like the, the, there, because that, that ruling leaked ahead of time, multiple States already put laws into place. So like as soon as it became official, abortions like already illegal. Like they had, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they call them like trigger laws. They lined it up so that when this this thing got uh, uh, revo- revoked, repealed, that like, hey, guess what? Day one, it's already made illegal. You can't. And and, and it's it is different from state to state. Uh-huh. So like for an example, in Mississippi, if a if a woman uh, is raped or becomes pregnant via incest, still legal illegal to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. And there's places where, like, even if, like, the mother is at, like, great risk of dying because of something of the pregnancy, mm-hmm. still illegal. I'm like, man, that's kind of fucked up. And it's like Mississippi. If you guys don't want us to make jokes about you being, like, backwards and inbred, could you, could you just, like, take the incest thing out, please? Like, at least, no? <laughs> no? You're like, no, no, we want the incest. You can't. You can't. Oh. So, so there, there was that. And, but the other, and the other thing though, to me, that was like, especially alarming in the ruling, if you actually read the ruling, they're they're like very clear that they don't want to stop with abortion. Like the, the next things on the list that they're going to try to to strike, uh, they want to get rid of gay marriage, make it illegal. They're, I forget exactly the wording, but basically make like, just like homosexual relationships, like, like people having homosexual sex, they want to make that illegal. Uh, and they want to make I, I don't know how exactly this would play out, but there there is there is a previous ruling uh, about contraceptives that they and they, so they want to make contraception illegal. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, fuck! Like we're backsliding into some like weird like 1950s like Puritan shit. Like this just doesn't. And it's all this stuff is extremely like religiously twinged, and it just it just makes me feel fucking icky. And I, so I can't, I can't, and that's like, that's like, as like a, a, like a white, you know, heterosexual male, like I cannot imagine how women or, you know, 
LGBT, LGBTQ people are feeling right now. Like you forgot a couple letters. I, the thought was there. The sentiment was there. <laughs> but you know, you know the one where this was so. so in that grouping of, of things uh, that I told you, where is like uh, gay marriage, homosexual relationships, contraception, there there was a, a fourth um, ruling that typically kind of got lumped in with those that they didn't touch. Do you know which one it was? I uh, don't know. Interracial marriage. So they're saying so basically they're not going after interracial marriage. Is what you're saying? It was not listed. So in the ruling, it wasn't listed. So here's the thing: there there have been plenty of politicians who are really emboldened by this whole thing. And they're like, yeah, we need to make, we need to look at making interracial marriage illegal. Like they're just saying it. Okay. Hold on. But you're, so that's not my question. You didn't, you didn't quite answer it. That's not something on the quote unquote agenda, the leaked agenda. What's well, no, 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 this isn't, this is not a leaked agenda. So in the actual ruling that where they struck down Roe v. Wade, okay. those three things I mentioned were specifically, so these th- three cases protecting those things were specifically cited. The fourth was not, and here's the, <laughs> here's the part where it's like, oh, you motherfuckers. The, the, the justice who wrote that part of it uh-huh. was Clarence Thomas. Yeah, he's married to a white chick. You hypocritical motherfucker. Like, I don't know. It's just, just this whole thing just feels gross and disgusting. And like, I, like, I can't even help but view it through the lens of the rest of the world where I'm like, I I would just be like, God, fucking America. And so that's why I I still don't understand the whole, so there, you still didn't really understand, like, what do you mean? They're not going after making interracial marriages illegal. They're not going, that, that was, that was not in that was not a case that was cited in the ruling. And a lot of people, so, so typically those four cases, there's four cases, one protecting uh, gay marriage, one protecting uh, like heterosexual, or sorry, homosexual relationships, one protecting contraception, one pr- protecting interracial marriages. Those four are usually lumped together. The only one that wasn't in the ruling yeah. was interracial marriage. So, po- so, they're, so they're leaving interracial marriage alone. Not necessarily, but that was the only one that wasn't in the ruling. My, my, <laughs> it feels like you're skirting around. Give me a more direct answer. I, they're I, not. They're not going to start attacking interracial marriages. I don't know, Mondo. I'm not like they also said that they weren't going to touch Roe v. Wade, and then they just struck it down. So I don't fucking know what they're gonna do. Yeah. Like I, I don't. Who, who knows? I like I do know. Like I said, there's all of a sudden a bunch of. Uh, shockingly white male politicians are like, yeah, let's get rid of interracial marriage. Not, yeah. not like a ton, but like more than, more than one. So I, I don't know what's going to happen, but like the only thing definitively that, that case, the case that protects interracial marriage uh-huh. was not mentioned in the ruling. Right. In other words, they're like, it's not, it's not something that they're, they're, they've made mention. They've hint, they've hinted at the contraceptive stuff. That's something that they're going to go down. You know, they've, but they've not made any hints at the interracial part of it. The Supreme Court justices have not. Okay, there you go. So they're, if they're not going after it, leave it alone. Like, but, but, why get why get incensed about it? It's like they're they're kind of like we're gonna. Oh skip. no, it was more just sort of the hypocr- hip- the hypocrisy. It's not, you're of always Clarence gonna Thomas. have. But people with power are always gonna be hypocritical about uh-huh. what they like. What it would would why? What's me and protect me? Everything else, fuck everybody. Like that's just you put people in the position of power and. 
That's going to happen. Yeah, the Supreme Court was supposed to be above all that, but it clearly... Does, dude, they're human. Not they're so much human. anymore. They're human. Roe v. Wade, like, I don't know. I mean, it ultimately, the, uh, what's, what, what has happened is now they're leaving it up to the states, right, to figure out what they're going to do yeah, with so, abortion. So, which it, it, again, like, I, in, in the next 30 to 60 days, it will abortion will be illegal in probably about 22 to 26 days. So if you don't like your state's... The direction your state is uh, gearing towards, as far as their issue on on abortion, get the fuck out of that state. Go to a state where you they they believe what you believe. Easier like they, said than done. I my know, friend. but I mean, yes and not really. I mean, you need some money. I mean, at the base at the base level of it, it's like get some cash together and make the move happen. I don't like or, or vote 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 for putting people in position of power that are going to. Isn't that what voting's about? Like you put people in the position to make the decisions for you. Like, oh, this guy believes what I believe. Let's let's vote for that guy. So so like or the, the, the four, fourteen year old girl who is in Mississippi gets raped by her uncle and then ends up pregnant. She should have she should she should have well, either that, a just moved out of Mississippi when she was like thirteen. Yeah. Or she should have voted. No, is that's that your, a, that's a that's a silly example, but I mean. Mississippi's a bunch of fucking hillbillies. Let Mississippi be Miss- Mississippi. I mean, what do you want to do? Uh, protect the women's rights? Question mark? Again, <laughs> again, again, it doesn't affect me. I don't live there. I don't, you know what I mean? Got it. You don't, so you, you don't live there. So your, 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 your empathy stops sort of at the state you're living in. My empathy stops where I want to be around people that like, Leave, let me be. Well, yeah, exactly. That's where I'm at. I'm like, just let people do what they want to do, man. Well, it's like, if it's not hurting other people, like, why, why strip people's rights when it has nothing to do with you? You, you it's, it's gonna, it's basically like a state uh, strong will survive. I mean, some states are gonna continue to go down the shithole, and some states that are yeah, intelligent about it can can continue to thrive. Except. <laughs> I don't really want to devolve into this whole thing, but you know, I'm not saying I agree with Mississippi. I think that's, I think they're fucking dumb for allowing that. I think incest should be one of those things that they should like protect against. Like if you are a 14 year old girl or 12 year old, whatever young girl, you you basically are being assaulted by a relative or uncle, aunt, whatever you're being molested. You get pregnant. Like they should make an exception for that. I'm, I'm not saying I agree with Mississippi, the direction, but let the fucking state figure it out. Well, I, I think... I, Let the hillbillies continue look, to fucking hillbilly themselves to death to where the point where they're fucking an impoverished shit state that no one wants to live in. Cost of housing will go down. No one will want to live there. Let, let me let me just try to wrap it up like this. Because this was, this was... I forget who said this, but I, I saw someone kind of put put their whole view on of it like this. They're like, they're like, yeah, you know what? I agree. I agree that this this issue, abortion, like it shouldn't be left up to the, the federal government. Like that's too big. It should be at the states. Actually, you know what? That's even too broad. It shouldn't be at the states. It should be at like the counties or maybe at the cities. No, that's still too broad. It should be the individual family's choice of what happens. Actually, you know what? Let's make it even more, more small government. It should be the woman's choice. I'm like, all right, but that's just, I don't know. I, that's just sort of where we're at. That's where this country is headed and, and – uh, to me, this just, this just it's it's kind of there there is some trepidation I have about 
not just this ruling, but kind of like what it means moving forward too. But I don't know, man. So I'm, I'm glad that, that you're not losing any sleep over it. But uh, yeah, I didn't feel great. Just like when Trump was elected, I wasn't losing, losing sleep. I wasn't like stressed out like he was in the fucking, you know, press a, a bu- magic button that's going to blow the world o- over. You know what I mean? Yeah, I that, mean, that didn't turn out to be great, Mondo, that whole Trump thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Agree, disagree. I, I, I you know, this politics is always going to be one of those things where we're, we're still on opposite ends, unfortunately, but that's okay. But moving on to what some of the, the users on Reddit had to say about that. As you can imagine, there's going to be some very long ones, so I'll try to read just the shorter ones. User Vincent underscore 449, it saddens me greatly to realize cops will not save living, breathing children from scenarios in the school, but will spend 100% of the resources to track down a woman who had had an abortion. Oh, yeah, that's fucking, fucking Texas. They've got something where you, now you can like report someone who has an abortion so they can go to jail. The, the, apparently, this sni- uh, snitches get stitches thing is not crazy applicable in Texas. User one two three underscore crowbar underscore solo writes: While not American, I'll be watching the aftermath unfolding with some anxiety. The flavor of insanity is often contagious. Um, last one I will read. User Floyd Fox says: I think I'm having a panic attack. I was just told my pregnancy isn't likely to be viable at the end of the of the last week, but there is still a heartbeat. I don't know what this is going to change for me in literally the next few days. I have an appointment at one to help determine if we need to terminate, but now I'm not sure what options I have. I am so scared and angry. Crazy, crazy. There's a whole, yeah, I don't know. We can go really hard and deep into that conversation, um, and I think it would be ugly. (laughs) So we're going to leave that one alone. But I did want to ask one thing that's kind of tied to just elections and voting in general because i i am dumb i don't i don't vote i've never voted whether it was like a for the a, a presidential primary all that stuff mm-hmm. or even the local stuff i've never voted i've, okay. I've always been kind of disgusted just at politics in general but i was curious when i got my you know my i made myself a colorado citizen mm-hmm. you know and you get your the dmv to ask you what political party you affiliate with i think i put something like with neither or unaffiliated or something okay so the voting process, they send you stuff based on your DMV. So that being said, they sent me a, they sent me, I got this like a week or two ago about like, hey, vote, like vote, mm-hmm. vote Lakewood local stuff. So I was like, ah, oh, let's see what this shit is about. I opened up the thing and the first thing I read was this thing here. Attention, unaffiliated voters. You receive two ballots in your packet. One Democratic and one Republican. Choose only one ballot to vote and return. I'm like, huh? So they, they send me basically both the the Repo- Republican lineup and the, the Democrat lineup. Mm-hmm. But I can only turn one in. Meaning, meaning if I'm going to vote, I have to vote partisan? Is that Again, I'm asking because I'm kind of dumb about voting stuff. You know what? I'm not sure. If that is the way it works, it's, I think it's dumb as fuck. Yeah, I, I that's what I'm saying. I think that's the way... By 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 what I'm reading, it's basically you have to vote entirely party line or not at all. Is, you know, is that how doesn't, that doesn't sound right though? Because I know I voted in local elections where I, I didn't sh- vote strictly down the party line. Yeah, because I don't, I wouldn't want to do that. I want to vote oh, for. Oh, no, okay, so, so you know this, this is how it works in in the primary, in the primary, and then I do think this is dumb. You can, you can, you have to vote 
party one line. or the other. Yeah. And in the like in the once you get to the actual election, then, then you, you can, can vote. You can yeah. vote either way. I that's what that, see that's already silly right? to me. I agree. That's already silly to me because so again I was considering voting, but then I I read the instructions about having only to vote one or the other. I'm like, wait a minute. So basically, like in some of these cases, there's nobody running against them. So that that person, like if I want to vote Democrat, mm-hmm. I'm already casting my vote for Michael Bennett. And uh, you know what I mean? For United States Senator. I'm like, so he's not running against any. There's nobody in the Democratic Party running against him. So he's automatically in. It just sounds silly. So I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I, again, I don't. Well, I don't know all about. He's all not the, automatically the senator, but he's automatically going to. So he's running unopposed in the primary. So he's going to get the nomination and for the Democratic. And then he'll, yeah, he'll run against which the Republican. Which is automatically. I'm like, so so I have to vote for him, or can I just leave it blank and he doesn't get my vote? Is that is that how that? Yeah, you could leave it blank. Okay, so I could I could choose to vote Democrat either Democrat or nothing at all, or Republican or nothing at all in. In whatever lineup, it's just so. so can, can I can I offer two things? Yeah. Uh, think think one. You you know I'm not a Democrat, right? I don't know what you are. I I'm not like I I do not like the Democratic Party. Like they're fucking annoying. I, but I'm just at a spot where I, when I look at like okay like logically like these are the things that I want to happen. I don't think the Democrats are like the greatest people to make that happen. But that's what I got to work with. So. I would prefer to have another option, but I don't. Yeah, because of the way our, our system is is made. But here's here's the thing: this this is not something I came up with, and I'm not holding my breath. This this will ever happen. But what I would love to see, absolutely love to see, is ranked choice voting. Yeah, I, I think we talked about that before. You remember, yeah. you remember that what yeah. that means? Yeah. Okay, so we don't have to get into and, and, and it. I, but. And I, I, I do agree with someone because that just seems to be more effective and accurate as to like you're voting for the person. And if they don't make it, then guess what? Round two, find some other motherfucker. Like, well, well, it's not even like that. You just you would just put like your top five. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this this is the candidate from the common sense. Like, we're not pandering to big fucking corporations party. Yeah. I know they have no chance of winning, but yeah. like that's who I want to, to yeah, actually yeah. vote for. And then my number two choice is Johnny Blow Democrat, who at least is going to try to do some of the things that I want, and is still going to be incredibly inefficient throwing money around and do a whole bunch of stupid shit. But like, he actually has a chance of winning. Yeah. If you had that, you know, and someone, when candidate one doesn't get enough votes, then my vote ends up going to candidate two. And if he doesn't get a vote, yeah. it goes to three. So, yeah, and, so yeah. on. and if we had that very, very quickly, we'd see this whole like Republican Democrat thing just break down. Yeah. But there's so many people that are kind of like, well, it would, fi- on- it would fix, yeah. it would fix a lot of Think, little thing I think immediately but again the established the die hard oh yeah they don't want that they don't want any <laughs> of that no. shit they don't want they, they want to be they don't want that voice to be heard they don't want <laughs> they don't want the independent voice to be heard they're like go this way go that way and that's it you have no choice and and I think that's very fucked I think that that just just that in general that issue in general how how votes count and how they matter is a much more important issue for me and then some other things that are being obviously highly contested and getting like people just incensed about get like and I'm again I'm not a very I tend to not be a very political person. You, you know you've mentioned that a million times. Yeah, I know. It's just it's just funny. Let let us let us move on. Sure. To Binger Purge. Yeah. Today. Today. On Binger Purge, we're going to be reviewing Servant on Apple TV. 
Have you even heard of the show? I have not. You have not. Well, no. I've only heard it from you, but not even not even so much as giving me a brief synopsis. But that's what this show is about. Okay. Would you like a brief synopsis, please? <laughs> um, okay. It's it's a show whose creators were smart enough to get M Night Shyamalan to produce it, and even smarter to not let him have anything to do with the scripts. Servant takes place in Philadelphia because you know M Night Shyamalan. Uh huh. And, and it's almost entirely set in a townhouse belonging to a successful couple who are in the wake of an unspeakable tragedy. Tragedy? Take two. Who are in the wake of an unspeakable tragedy. I would have laughed harder if you would have fucked it up again for a second time. That would have been way better. Who are in the wake of an unspeakable tragedy. Okay. <laughs> and it's unspeakable not only because I can't pronounce it, but also because if I told you what actually happened, it would be a massive spoiler. Oh. Into this fraught household, enter their new 18-year-old nanny, who's putting off that goth girl from high school who you're pretty sure cast a hex and gave you ringworm vibe. Ooh. Have you ever had ringworm? I've never had ringworm. Oh, it's not fun. Don't do it. Um, meanwhile, the wife is in full type A personality meltdown, and the husband has resting, how the fuck did my life come to this face? Oh, shit. The fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, is, it is tense from minute one of that show. And the entire first episode has this sort of uncomfortable yet tragically funny vibe to it that persists through the entire season. Even if you want to look away, it's kind of tough. Sort of like when you see your grandmother in a bathing suit for the first time. You're like kind of disturbed and it's kind of funny. And you're like, I, I want to look away, but I, I, something about it's mesmerizing. Mondo, I, I'm just trying to, to capture the, 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 the horrified look on Mondo's face right now. I've never been mesmerized by my grandmother in a bathing suit. <laughs> you were aroused. No, I thought, I'm like, I just turned away. I'm like, oh, shit, dude. I don't then you learn the real crux of the show. The baby that the weird witchy nanny has been hired to tend is actually a lifelike doll. And the wife isn't on the verge of a mental breakdown. Oh, no. She's already Sir Edmund Hillary the fuck out of that mountain. Did you get that reference? Nope. God damn it. It's too smart for me, dude. You got to use dumb ones he, like... Sir Edmund Hillary, the first guy to climb Mount Everest? Okay, now. There you go. So yeah. so I, I was trying to allude to not only the mental breakdown, but the scope of the mental right, breakdown right. this crazy Huge. bitch has gone through. Exactly. Then, just when you think you understand all the dynamics at play... The nanny won't even acknowledge it's anything other than a real baby. Huh? Yeah, the both the viewer and the husband are like, what the fuck is going on? But even more inexplicably, suddenly it is actually a real baby. Huh. Yeah. What the fuck, Mondo? Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck indeed? This is not an easy show to pull off. And fortunately, the cast is phenomenal. Lauren Ambrose is incredible as Dorothy, the semi-unhinged wife. It's often hard to tell if she's the protagonist or the villain, and if she took the phrase killed him with a kindness way too literally. The nanny is played by Nell Tiger Free. That name sounds familiar. Nell Tiger Free. That name sounds familiar. I'm going to look, look that up. That is her actual name, and she excels at being simultaneously sensual and creepy as fuck. Ooh. Toby Kebble... Who I he, he apparently he was the voice of Koba in like the new Planet of the Apes trilogy. Um, fun fact uh, is easily is he, he plays the husband and is easily the most likable character in the show. He shows he shares the viewers general what the fuck is going on perspective. Uh -huh. uh, and Sean being an experimental chef also adds a surprising amount to the show. The scenes of him carving up meat and preparing exotic dishes are equal parts mouthwatering and grotesque. And I might add I'm. 
I probably the only one, but I was a hundred percent on board in the episode where he made lobster ice cream. Mm. I, I'm still wondering what that would actually taste like. I would eat it. I a hundred percent would eat it. I like lobster. The real show stealer is Rupert Grint playing Julian Dorothy's younger brother. Speaking of Mr. Weasley. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. You heard me right. Ron Weasley is up in this bitch. Nice. Only it's Ron Weasley after Hermione dumped him and he went on a four-year alcohol and coke binge. Oh, nice. Um, I like it. I oh, like it. I, I mean, he he's really exceptional as this sort of uh, acerbic, funny, obnoxious little brother who you can't figure out if you want to hug or smack the shit out of at any given moment. And he he completely pulls off that like gruff East Coast accent. Easily 90% of the time. Really? And then there's like 10% where you're like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> he lets it slip. Why did you just become British? Okay, no, he's back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they drink a lot of wine in the show. They, there's a real thing about wine. Uh, so to sum things up, this is not a show for people who want fast-paced action. It's more of a slow burn or maybe more accurately a slow boil. But, but the moments where the kettle erupts and burns someone's fucking face off are pretty spectacular. It's also a show that delights in keeping its viewers off balance, weaving rich, usually cryptic metaphors into the show. Like, what's the deal with all those moths? M- Mondo, I'm not, a, I'm not a religious person. Is, is there some, like, religious symbolism with moths? Not that I know of. I would, I would imagine the whole cocoon transformation type of thing, maybe. Could be. I don't know. That's my guess. Whatever the case, this show could easily keep undergrad philosophy and religious studies majors busy for weeks. But the part I really appreciate is the subtle midnight dark humor. Unlike M. Night Shyamalan movies that take themselves very, very, very seriously. There was the one that wasn't anyway. What? I see dead people. Yeah, but there was that one other one, The Lady in the Sea or The Lady in the Water. That was kind of silly. Never saw it. I like that Uh, (laughs) Unlike those movies, they do give you flashes that the show is aware of how insane some of the premises are. So all in all... I highly recommend Servant if you're looking for something different. And the tight 30-minute episodes are easy to watch. Uh, This is a binge for me, and I give it 8 out of 10 Michelin stars. 8 out of 10? Michelin stars. Why Michelin stars? Because he's a chef. Uh, I think... think Michelin scale is only 5, but okay. I I know. I understand. But we've been using a uh, uh, 1 to 10 scale. You could have changed it up this time. Said 4.5 or 4. 4 out of 5. That would have been 8 out of 10. Four out of five Michelin stars. There you go. We did it, Mondo. We did it. We got there together. <laughs> I haven't seen the show. So what? So Yeah, do you have questions? So it's it tends to be it tends to be more of a dark thing with some humor sprinkled into it. Is my Well, and but it's none of it unless you're like a really sick fuck, it's not like ha ha laugh out loud. Yeah. It's sort of like where something like screwed up happens and you kind of like, oh, Chuckle, wait, that yeah, actually yeah. was kind of funny. Like, I'm not supposed to laugh, but it's funny. Fuck, they just, the, 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 whatever, whether it's a scenario that they're in or. Well, and, and some some of the Ron Weasley, a.k.a. Rupert Grint's lines are actually just funny. Like, yeah. he, he's just a smart ass. Nice. But, but yeah, no, I, I appreciated that, that aspect of it. Any other, you mentioned uh, Ron Weasley's in it, but any other actors or actresses that we might recognize? I looked up that Nell Tiger Free Girl and she's a, uh, she was a very minor character in Game of Thrones. She played uh, Princess Marcella mm. when she was like a teen. I did not recognize her. I recognized Lauren Ambrose. Uh, she was in Deadwood and Six Feet Under. But I actually, it took it took me a while to tell where I placed her from because she was much younger. But she was in Sleepwalk with me, which was like an indie movie um, mm. 
a, that that was based on Mike Birbiglia's first stand-up special. Uh, Mike Birbiglia fan reference. Pretty good. Uh, so yeah, she's been in a bunch of like indie movies, and I probably saw her in, in another one, but that was specifically where I recognized her from. You said this is an Apple Plus thing? Apple TV, Apple yeah. TV? Yeah, I'd not heard of it. I, I I heard it from you, but it didn't. I didn't quite yet get like to my my. I still I'm like balls into balls deep into the boys and uh, Umbrella Academy just came out, so we'll talk about that eventually. The next episode maybe or something. So yeah, I haven't as far as like new shows getting like getting into new shows. I haven't had the the time I've been watching Miss Marvel. Still, <laughs> it's still Obi Wan. Obi Wan. I really did like Obi Wan. It from beginning to end, I liked it. It wasn't, it's still like what I said. Anyway, I don't want to get the other shows. We'll talk about that when we do. But Servant, any any hot chicks in it? Uh, <laughs> you know me. You know where my brain goes. Is there a hot chick that's make it, that makes it me want to watch it? No, probably probably not for that. So, so that is one of the things about like like the Nell, Nell Tiger free character. Mm-hmm. Like. She and there's, so there's even a specific discussion between um like like Sean the husband and and Julian Rupert Grint's character. Rupert Grint is like it's like the new nanny. Like is she hot? <laughs> and he's like, what do you what do you mean? He's like, what is she bangable? And he's like, no, God, God, no. Because most of especially up to that point, like she's very kind of like meek and like has that like maybe I escaped from the Amish vibe to her. Mm-hmm. The she I think she gets like gussied up a little bit. Uh, like like the the Lauren the wife kind of dresses her up a little ah. for because she's gonna join them for dinner uh-huh. and like there's that like um it's almost I didn't even think about it it, it almost has that like uh, 90s like teen movie where like the girl has now had the makeover and is walking down the staircase vibe to it ah. and Rupert Grint's like what are you talking about yeah, <laughs> yeah. there she was just walking down the street so yeah and- like like yeah Nell Tiger Free. When she's in like creepy goth mode, not so hot. No tiger free, gussied up, pretty hot. Ah, you never into goth chicks? N- I mean, not ones where like she's gonna get mad and like cast a spell and your dick's gonna fall off. I, I always thought like those weird goth chicks and like the weird alternative chicks were were hot. I thought that would make I, that made them hot to me. That turns me on. You and M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I think that's like, something you guys both have in common. That and neither of you guys, I don't think, could write the script very well. No. No, probably not. Was there anything else you wanted to add to that? I think you could have directed Six Sense, so Mondo. I believe in you. I don't know. I thought Six, Six Sense was pretty done pretty well. Are we doing an episode next week? Is my question to you, and also maybe we can announce it to the gener- degenerate lands because um, I will be in Saint George, Utah, until Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening. So I don't know if we're gonna do one between now and Fourth of July. Mm, up to you, man. Unless we did one on Wednesday, but that would be post 4th of July. So basically, guess what? We're not going to be doing a – what I'm trying to say is happy 4th of July. We're not going to see each other until after the 4th of July. Have a great one, degenerate land. I'm going to St. George to hang out with my broski, James Marshall, and his family and my godson, Kobe James Marshall. Those kids are fun as crap. Heck. You wanted to say something. You were like in the <laughs> – I can tell your your facial expression was like I want to say something here, some fucking smart ass thing. No. Anyway, get to hang out with them, light some fireworks. I'm getting there Thursday night to wake up, knock on wood. Friday morning to go do some fishing. Friday morning, rinse and repeat, do some fishing. Saturday morning, Saturday evening, the marshals are joining me in St. George, and we're getting a, a big old Airbnb together with a hot tub and who knows what else amenities. Last year was a great time out there and a little quiet old. 
Utah land. We saw some like some Mormon, not like the like the people that dress like with their head to toe their 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 garb. You know, like the, the mm. sister wives. Is that's what they were called? The sister wives. Okay. They all wear like dark brown and like solid colors, and that you're like they they stick stand out for sure in Utah. State-run liquor stores, so you got to buy a booze. Like from select places, it's kind of weird out there. But it was a good time. It's my, the quiet kind of retiree vibe I like. I uh, hope you guys have a safe 4th of July weekend and eat a lot of food and get drunk and shit. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Nope. Nope. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate all of you crazies. Have a good one. And we'll see you like in a week and a half or two weeks-ish. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.